Welcome to the Queer and Poly podcast, the silly and serious shenanigans of two queer and polyamorous relationship coaches. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cunningham. And I'm your host, Leanna Griech. On this podcast, we talk about all things queer and poly from our professional perspective as relationship coaches, our own personal experience, um, and as partners. And if you love our show, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter at queer underscore and underscore poly. And you can also check out our website, queerandpoly.com. Thank you for following us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you enjoy this episode. It's true. Someone picked you and whoever you're in the relationship with and put you in this bucket, and it was like, what? Like, there is no outside world. I have no other responsibilities. I can stay up till three in the morning every single day and I can run off of two hours of sleep working a 40 hour work week and I have two kids and, you know, and then in polyamorous, like I have three partners. partners. Yeah, no, it's this one. All right. Everything recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the podcast where I surreptitiously record Lee. <laughs> not I know. did not think I was being surreptitious oh, about man. that. I was drinking my tea. <laughs> It didn't say it. No, it didn't. It didn't have the voice. It didn't yeah. have the you are now recording. Was... Maybe that's changed. That's not a thing on Zoom anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. I haven't been on one that's been But yeah, I was long. not trying to be sneaky. Yep. Now we got a new B reel over here, so I just gotta make sure that I don't like lean forward too much. Just <laughs> I feel to, like I, I take just up need to stay whole, like right here. I feel like I take <laughs> up the whole camera of this one. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. We'll find we'll find something that works. We need to get like a little stand that's like right here where the Kleenex box is or something. Um could anyway. a stack of books. Coulda 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 shoulda woulda. Now here we are. I hit record. <laughs> I just love it. I'm like my shirt just blends in with the wall. Floating. I'm like I'm just like a floating head right now. Not a great, not a great look. Well, here we are. Well, at least I'm. My shirt's black, so I'm in the background. So. <laughs> oh my god this is the podcast <laughs> this is the whole podcast <laughs> oh man what would, we what would we title that episode who knows oh my god <laughs> okay um what are we talking about today welcome to the queen and poly podcast i am e this is lee <laughs> what uh what are we talking about today well, since we talked about breakups last time, mm. we're going to talk about new relationship energy. <laughs> because why not? Because <laughs> I thought it was a cheeky little move. <laughs> what happens when she lets me pick? <laughs> I shouldn't want to make a decision. That's all. I was just like, I will say yes to whatever you choose because I don't want to choose. Well, I have chosen this. This there you color. go. New relationship energy. Um, what do <laughs> affectionately known as NRE? Affectionately known as NRE. NRE. 
Um, it's like street, except for Nri. Uh, so <laughs> what do you want people to know about new relationship energy? What are some important things that people should understand? Like if, if they, if they didn't know about new relationship energy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I would start off by saying, you'd be like, you know, like in all the romance novels or like romantic movies and everything where it's like a new relationship and people are acting crazy that's new relationship energy (laughs) (laughs) where it's like you this person is my entire exactly it's like they just our souls have connected That's it. That that's it. Like this is. Do I even love anyone ever else? Have I ever really loved? If NRE could talk, this is how it would sound. Everything Elizabeth just said. That's how NRE would sound. <laughs> if NRE was a person, <laughs> which it is sometimes. Yeah, it is. A lot um, of and when I say crazy, it just it's it's the like infatuation that is often um, overwhelming for for a majority of people, right? Um, but like some people feel a lot more intensely than other people, and then also um, I think this does. You know, especially when you're when you're young, like if you're like teenage love and you're like, oh, it's against the world. They will be with me forever. And like basing every life. Nothing this- will come between us. <laughs> yeah. Every life decision is now based on this one relationship and everything moving forward because it's because it it's part I mean, it's part of evolution in terms of just like human bonding. Right. Is is the fact that like, yeah, you want all the release of the happy hormones so that you are bonded to this person because it's like for mating protocol, really. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, like you want to be connected, like we are wired for connection. And so it makes sense that there is just like this like swell of all the hormones that bond, like bind you with someone mm-hmm. and then that's going to lessen over time which is why it's called new relationship energy not just relationship energy <laughs> um and so they haven't figured out the technology yet um so you know it's it's at that start and i mean it's also you know what people would also know as like the the honeymoon phase of a relationship too is like this is part of that experience where you are just so like in it like you have someone picked you and whoever you're in the relationship with and put you in this bucket and it was like what like there is no outside world i have no other responsibilities i can stay up till three in the morning every single day and i can run off of two hours of sleep working a 40 hour work week and i have two kids and you know and then in polyamorous like i have three partners partners. yeah absolutely no it's this one you know so it is like um the the rose colored lenses kind of um should have grabbed my rose colored glasses what what's what a mistake i can uh, i can go grab them right now No, this is blockaded i'm I'm little. I can I can squeeze through. Here. (laughs) Well, anyway, I bought rose colored glasses the other day. 
specifically for a client because we were making a joke about walking through the world with heart-shaped rose-colored glasses and so i bought some do you want to go get them i do oh my goodness. <laughs> see it didn't say it didn't say the resume recording all right we're back we're back with my heart-shaped rose-colored glasses i'm obsessed with these <laughs> I was like, you need to be closer here. So these glasses would be what you'd be wearing during the relationship energy. Indeed. <laughs> this is everything. Everything is just love. Just everything is just love. love. Very intense. Very intense. Lust, very lusty. Very lusty, lusty love. Lusty love where you have forgotten your whole value system and what you want in your life. And... <laughs> And you have thrown it all to the wind <laughs> for this new relationship. No, I mean, obviously, again, everyone is not it's experiencing at, it's, it. It's at varying degrees. Yeah, yeah like, like, again, yeah. like it's it's not this for every person, right? But it's it's just like the you know we're talking about the extremity of of this experience because mm. you probably have experienced the extremity of this of this um, maybe when you were a teenager or just certain relationships. Will just yeah, certain relationships. you know, especially different parts of your life, and you're like. Maybe where you just been feeling really down. Now you have this new shiny and it's like, oh, my God. And you just go into it. So, it's, it's you know, it's not just for teenagers. Um, <laughs> it's in style always. Um, but like, look at these glasses. Obviously, that's in style always. <laughs> we got these from Jennifer. Jennifer. At the Uncommon Cottage in Fremont. So shout out, shout out, <laughs> queer, Jennifer. queer, queer owned local business, <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer from Brooklyn. <laughs> so good. Oh man. Um, talks really loud <laughs> and a lot. Her words, not mine. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's literally what she said. Yeah. <laughs> We're not saying anything she didn't say. Nope. Nope, nope. This is a hundred percent what she said. <laughs> um, so that that is that is new relationship, some things of new relationship energy. Um, and again, like it's gonna be to varying degrees. It's going to change and ebb and flow. It's gonna be um, different with different people and different relationships, mm -hmm. you know. Like so one of the things that I hear um sometimes when people are uh experiencing new relationship energy is I've never felt like this before. I've never mm. felt like I don't think I don't think that I've had this much, you know, intensity at the beginning of a relationship. And that might be true. Um and also uh, um as time goes on, we kind of forget um how intense our feelings were at the beginning of the relationship yeah. like we know that they were intense we remember cognitively that they were intense but sometimes we're not able to tap back into that intensity and so when we meet new people uh sometimes it can really feel like um you know i've never felt like yeah, this I've before felt this. and also that might be it might be true Right. Like, I, I don't want to invalidate anybody's experiences or feelings if you truly have not felt like that before. Yeah. And also, that is a factor, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a factor. Like, and simultaneously. And it's it's also just recognizing that, like, this is a completely new person. So, yeah, you've never felt this before because this is a new person. Right. Like this connection, this attraction, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've never felt that before. 
how your how your chemicals are mixing with their chemicals, how your nervous system is yeah. reacting, reacting. To like their even system. if it's someone you knew from the past, maybe right. you dated in the past, you were just friends or coworkers. It doesn't matter. Like, like the, who you are now and who they are now, completely different. different people. So yeah, you've never felt this before. It's true, you've never felt this before. Yeah. <laughs> and also you have felt similarly yeah like but the yeah the the, the experiences but the, but the of the experience, hormones I mean, yeah. and like what's going through your body you have like felt similar things in the past mm-hmm. um yeah but it just hasn't been with this person yeah brilliant anything else that you would want foundationally that you would want people to know um I think the other, I mean, I might've said this already, like it does, you know, it's going to wear out over time. (laughs) Wayne, it's like someone's just turning the volume, but dial slowly. Um, and you know, and that can, usually it's around the two year mark. Yeah. Yeah. It it can vary. Sometimes it's three months and it's like, you know, it's usually like, but if it's in a longer term relationship, like the honeymoon phase is kind of on average about two years. Yeah. I think it's like, the average is like the what is it one to two or something? One to two years. Yeah, it's one to okay. two years. Um, with like, yeah, like it's. I think it gets rarer for it to be lasting into two years. Um, mm-hmm. but it's usually in in that that time frame of like one to two years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, specifically for like longer term relationships. So, and it is, and, and again, like going back to it has a purpose in order to like solidify your connection and your bond, so that when all those hormones are. <laughs> going down in the intensity as they need to because you cannot be at that level all the time right like as those start to go down then it's not going to your your bond is not going to be based on the my god they're just the greatest thing ever in the world and oh my like because that's when it's you know there's there's conflict arising there are challenges in life and it's it's really going off of the connection that you've been able to establish and being able to build from there. It's like um, the, you know, John Kim, the angry therapist calls it like swimming past the breakers. Right. So it's, it's really like, all right, now the next, the next phase of the relationship is often that it's what like the power struggle Mm -hmm. um, phase of it, where it's, there is going to be more conflict. You're going to start seeing like patterns playing out. You're going to start seeing. You're going to start getting irritated. Yeah. Your part. Yeah. You're going to start seeing your partner as a human being and they're going to start seeing you as a human being. Um, And so it's, it's really coming back to what have we created? And that's, that is something that is really like key because when you're in that NRE kind of um, experience, it's hard. (laughs) Like if you're like in it, it's hard to go you know, what are we creating here? Like, what are our shared values? What are the values of our relationship? Like, what are we wanting to build? There? Like all, you know, and, and also understanding everyone's experience of like past relationships or patterns or your upbringing and, and all those things that like will really help you to figure out more of like, how compatible are we? Like, yeah, obviously we're super attracted to each other. We love that. And, but are we actually compatible? Because like, chemistry is not is not the ingredient that's going to be long lasting for a relationship. Yeah, and I also want to point out too that there's nothing wrong with new relationship energy. Like it's nothing to be ashamed of. Like if no. you um if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh, well, I don't want to be like a, you know." Yeah, don't try and not feel it. Right. Like I don't, <laughs> don't want to be a silly person. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be seen as like immature or like anything like that. Like, no, like n- new relationship energy is totally normal. And also like uh, for me, like new relationship energy is really fun. 
Um, <laughs> like I love new relationship energy. I I have a lot of like I have a lot of fun in that phase, and also. Um, like, you know, Lee was just saying, being able to have those conversations, like being able to see it for what it is, right? Like being able to enjoy it and being able to kind of ride the waves, so to speak. Um, but also being able to like be grounded and see it for what it is like, oh yeah, like we're in the new relationship energy phase. Isn't this really fun? And also like, let's kind of, you know, check ourselves with like these conversations about, um, how like destiny and <laughs> check yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like maybe before we like um totally implode any of our other relationships for this relationship, um uh, maybe we should like take a breath and you know wait a couple weeks on that and just like okay table that conversation. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Like. Again, just allowing yourself to to ride the wave, to have fun, to feel all of those fun feelings, and also keep yourself grounded enough to recognize that some of the thoughts that you're having are because of these this like rush of chemicals in your system, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's like that that would be like my number one takeaway with um, experiencing new relationship energy. So. Uh, <clears throat> because I am definitely someone who experiences new relationship energy. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Like, let's talk about like what you're experiencing. Like, and obviously like in general, right? Like, yeah. obviously, like we said, it's going to vary in each dynamic. That's and why different I have points. heart-shaped, <laughs> yeah. colored glasses. This is, this is great. Ooh. This is very appropriate. <laughs> These yeah. are on the right person. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, notice how she was the one that got them, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elizabeth. <laughs> um, so What's your experience of NRE. Yeah, so my experience of NRE, I I do. I I I am a fall hard, fall fast um human being for better or worse. <laughs> but it is good to, but it it's it it is what it is. Like that's that's but yeah. it it again, it's like it's not making it wrong that you know I feel it's just having the way, awareness but... around how you experience it because if you have the awareness then you're actually able to navigate with awareness. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's not trying to like change that that about me. Yeah. But yeah, just being aware about that about myself. And so what that experience is like for me is <clears throat> that when I am um, like starting to have a crush on someone like this is it even it starts before we have the relationship right mm-hmm. it starts before the establishment of said relationship <laughs> excuse me and I start to have a crush on someone <laughs> excuse me <laughs> start to have a crush on someone and it just feels like this welling of energy, like in my chest, in my whole body. It feels like tingles everywhere. It feels like turn on. It feels yummy and delicious. It feels like you just want to swim there forever. For anyone who has been lucky enough to like swim in the Caribbean, right? Or like, <laughs> or in a, in a place or like Greece, where there's a place where, um, and there's other other places in the world besides these places, but like where the water is like so clear and perfect and it feels so good on your body and the sun is on you and it's just like, you just want to bask in it forever. Like you just don't want it to end. Um, that is... I can't wait to share my experience. <laughs> 
like I'm just trying to think of experiences that are similar to that, right? Um, so that's my experience. And then having the awareness that that's my experience and being able to ask questions of, you know, what are we creating in this relationship and also being able to um, like still have fun and enjoy the relationship, but also have boundaries around time. Like one of the things that I notice for myself is um, in new relationship energy, I'm definitely someone who's like, Oh yeah, I can stay up until three o'clock. You know what I mean? Like I can stay yeah. on the and it's just, but I know I also know for myself that that's not sustainable. Yep. And so one of the ways in which I practice awareness in uh inside of that new relationship energy is acting inside of what I think is sustainable long term. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I set boundaries on like I can't stay up past 10 p.m. on, you know, a weekday like when I'm ha- when I need to work, you know, tomorrow, right? Like I I need to I need to go to bed. I need to do this. Like I am going to uh like text you throughout the day. Um, but I'm also going to share with you that I'm not someone who always immediately responds to text messages, right? And so just setting up those expectations too. So not not necessarily like slowing the brakes all the way down to being like, oh, well, if we were in a three-year relationship, then this is how I would behave. Like not necessarily that, but also like putting the brakes on enough and then sharing like, hey, like I'm super into you right now and I feel like really compelled to like text you all the time, but like that's kind of not my normal MO. And so also just having those conversations about expectations long-term in relationships as well. And um, yeah, Any, I'm, I'm trying to think of there's... Um, I think one thing that I um struggle with with NRE is uh my anxiety as well mm. is that I think I I have a fear that um the person doesn't feel the same way that I do and so if I don't feel like that's being reciprocated then I kind of start feeling like I'm doing something wrong or I'm feeling something wrong um, also in my experience, like in those relationships, that's a little bit of a red flag as far as like compatibility goes. Um, because if you're not able, if you don't feel like, um, and this is a very general statement, so this is not like true facts. Um, <laughs> true, facts. It, it's a, <laughs> true facts with true Ian facts. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is kind of like a sign for caution if you, um, are expressing your feelings to that person and they're not really able to to hear that. They're not able to like understand where you're coming from. They're not able to like be on the same page as you and they kind of dismiss your feelings. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a red flag for that. Um, but also a red flag would be like someone who's on the opposite end who is like diving so far into NRE that they're like, well, maybe I'll just stop seeing other people and maybe we're monogamous now and da 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 da. And it's like, okay, like maybe <laughs> like let's breathe. And <laughs> so it's it it it's a dance, right? There's not like a right way to navigate NRE, but it is having that awareness and being in that dance of like what feels good here and what feels like not sustainable and what feels like something that we can just really have fun with right now 
um, and just be in the present moment rather than like future tripping. Mm -hmm. Right. Did you feel anxious with me? I mean, a little bit, but not, um, I still felt really grounded. Mm -hmm. Like the reason that I felt anxious with you was because I were, were just the times like before we talked about how we actually felt about each other. Mm. And so I was like, oh, I don't know how you feel. Right. Mm. And so then when we had those conversations mm. um, uh, and I told you that I had a crush on you. <laughs> well, I still was at that point going, what? <laughs> this girl like... <laughs> I was like, she doesn't like me on our first call. Like, doesn't like me in the terms of a crush, right? Right. I was like, yeah, she she enjoys me. I was like, well, that's a bummer. That's okay. <laughs> well, but it wasn't the first call that I thought that I had a crush on you. No, I know. But like, that was like my interaction with you. And then oh, the crush okay. developed for you. Right. Unbeknownst to me. Right, right, right. right. So I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, she doesn't have a crush. And then, yeah. And then you were like, oh, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> but that's that yeah. was that was where the anxiety came yeah. from for me was like before that conversation because yeah. I was like I was like I don't know like right. I don't like no, I'm, I get gonna, that I'm about to tell you like my feelings and like yeah. I don't know if they're reciprocated and yeah. and then you were being like stubborn about it and so I was like oh no you really don't like <laughs> me stubborn <laughs> I was more like I don't know what's happening right <laughs> <laughs> oblivious you know <laughs> potato potato <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> like tell me how you feel about this thing that you don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> what <laughs> i was very nervous I, yeah, was, I, know. I was very nervous and then but then like when we started um after that point after that point when we actually started talking and we were like we've established that we really like each other mm -hmm. um that was really like i it, it just it all felt really grounding like mm -hmm. you, but you're a very grounding energy you're a very grounded person mm -hmm. and so that makes a lot of sense and also you're someone who I could share my feelings with mm -hmm. and that you could have a conversation about that without I want to say like without ego like mm -hmm. you could just hear mm -hmm. how I felt right. and have it be whatever I feel just be okay and also then reciprocated, like you reciprocated with like, and this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, uh, and you know, we were on the same page, which yeah. was nice, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it, but like, I'm, I'm thinking of like conversations that I've had with other people right. where even if maybe we were like, they said that we were on the same page or said that they felt the same way, it didn't feel like that like yeah. something felt off yeah there was like a about disconnection. it there was a disconnect somewhere that like I couldn't quite put my finger on yeah you know um and so that would that makes me feel really anxious yeah when there's like no that makes sense yeah so that's like something where it's just like <clears throat> so I didn't feel that with you yeah. I didn't feel I felt more of like the anxious butterflies of like e you like <laughs> To you, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't feel like the anxious. Like, are we on the same page? Right. Do you reciprocate my feelings? Yeah. Like, you know, some is is does this feel congruent? Like, it all felt congruent. It all felt aligned. Yeah, and it felt really, really good. And then there was still like just the anxious little butterflies of like, 
<laughs> of NRE for me. Great. Which I think is an important distinction to make yeah, totally. for people because it's like, oh, maybe it's just the anxious butterfly. So like, it's okay, right? Versus where you are feeling some sort of um, disconnect or confusion around, you know, something that they said or not said or, you know, whatever. Like, it's just like, there's a mismatch. Yeah. Like that's like to really check in with yourself around that of like, what's behind this little bit of anxiety or unease or whatever it is that's present for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what is behind that? Um, because that's, yeah, that's de- definitely information as to what yeah. is Uh, present for you in that experience for sure well it's also like in that stage of nre i'm like i got something in i got a thing in my throat today all right what's going on hold on (laughs) water break water break um that's the other part of the people who really experience strong NRE like I do. Mm-hmm. Um that's just something that you can check in with yourself about because oftentimes at the beginning of relationships when you feel NRE really strongly, there are things that you look over. Like there are things that you that's look past. There are things that you ignore. There are things that you justify or excuse or whatever, right? And that's certainly been the case for me in the past. And so one way that I keep myself grounded so that I can keep myself protected (laughs) and not protected as in like guarding my heart, but protected as in, um, uh, being able to have little check-in points with myself, um, to be like, okay, like, yes, I'm feeling all these very strong, um, like magnetic pull to this person. And I'm also asking myself questions like when they say something, are they following through with what they say? You know, things that I really value in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, follow through. Just being like, or being in communication or sharing about their feelings or validating my feelings or being able to. So I'm I'm still like asking myself these questions just to keep myself grounded. Again, it's not to like protect my heart, like to, to guard, you know, uh, to put like a metal fence around my heart so that people can't come in and like, at, like asking these questions. It's just as I'm having these really intense feelings, how am I keeping myself grounded? One way that I'm doing that is asking me these myself, these little, excuse me, check-in questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So some of my, so my, ch- and my anchor points, really my anchor points. So you exactly. don't get like fly off into the sky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So before you get into a new relationship, this is a really great thing. If you're a writer, if you're a journaler, um, to write this down, um, is what are the, what are the things that you really value mm-hmm. in relationships? What are the things that you really value in a partner? And so, yeah, so one of mine is, uh, being able to just do what you said that you were going to do or be in communication about it. Like, right. I don't expect anybody to be perfect. Um, but I also expect people to be responsible and accountable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, um, yeah, but that's like, that's a really big one for me. I think that's why it keeps coming up. So solid. Yeah. Yeah. And you are someone who absolutely does what they say that they are going to do. You're really, 
<laughs> you are really good about that. And if I, you know, if I ever bring it up, like, hey, like, I'm curious about this. Like you said that you were going to do this and I don't know where you're at with that. Mm-hmm. Or is that still something that you're planning on doing or mm-hmm. whatever? Like, then you have a reasonable conversation with me about that. And we talk about it mm-hmm. and we get on the same page and like, you know, um, that's <laughs> Uh, like a red flag for me in that in having a conversation like that would be someone who would just make a lot of excuses or skirt around the issue or like blame something or someone else um, Mm -hmm. for why whatever they said didn't get done. Um, And so those are things that I listen for uh, in relationships and kind of try to call out Mm -hmm. if I see it, especially at the beginning of the relationship too. Yeah. Love all these questions. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anchor points, anchor points within our e. <laughs> it is. It's important, yeah. you know, because yeah. it is easy to float out. Yeah. One of my other um, anchor points is how are they with other people? Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes in NRE, it's really easy for that person to be really great and wonderful with you during that Think period. Of like love bombing. <laughs> yeah. Like love bombing you. Yeah, exactly. And so to kind of look out for that for myself, I look at how do they treat other people? How do they talk to other people? How, what kind of relationships do they have with their friends or their family or their past partners? How do they talk about mm-hmm. their past uh, partners? Um, and can they talk about, you know, if you ask them a question like, you know, how are you in conflicts? Like, can they talk to you about how they are in conflict? Um, and so again, asking those more like sobering, like anchor <laughs> questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then also like, I'm, I'm trying to get better. This is one that I'm not great at. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to get better at, uh, receiving feedback from, um, the people that I love and trust about the people who I am in NRE with. I think that that's something that's really difficult, um, because you're in this like state of just ecstasy with this person. And so if someone in your life who's really well-meaning is like, Hey, I have this concern or like, you know, I have this feeling or, you know, something like that. Like it's really hard for me to hear that, like really, really difficult, um, for me to, to hear that and to receive that feedback. And so some, that's something that I've also been trying to work on in, um, like, recognizing that people really have my best interest and that they have my back and they're not trying to like ruin my fun or whatever which is a shared experience in polyamory yeah yeah totally and also like and how it occurs to me is not like oh you're ruining my fun like how it occurs to me is that you don't trust my judgment Mm -hmm. like that's how that's why it's so hard for me to hear that feedback is because what I'm hearing is I don't trust your judgment. I don't trust the people that you, you know, bring around or Mm -hmm. something like that. And so if I do get feedback like that, um, like that's the filter, that's the rose colored glasses (laughs) that I am, that I am looking, that, that's the, that's the story that I'm looking think about that for yourself too, of like, if there's been some, if there's something that you just feel really like 
uh, eager about. Like it doesn't like you don't have to apply it in like NRE, like with a person, but like think of it as like, you know, when you get the excitement over a, a new like hobby or pursuit or, um, you know, thing that you want to learn about or whatever. And if someone's like, that's, in, you know, and, and like, are you like, oh, see, obviously I don't know anything about myself or, you know, oh, no one ever supports me. You know, like whatever, like the first thing that is like that's the story. And then it's like, what is that about? Like, yeah. where is that coming from? <laughs> I, can't, I can't be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> see? Yep. <laughs> the juicy one. It is. It is a juicy one. Yeah. I have been, I've been unpacking that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, it's definitely in the has gotten better category, um, but we had a chart. if we have a chart, you know, like the Trello boards where you can like move it along to like the different, to the different <laughs> little bit better. Nice, nice. Progress. Progress. Progress has been made, but it definitely is still something that really ruffles my feathers and definitely, um, uh triggers me for sure mm. big trigger um so yeah and then also being able to navigate that um as well so again in nre <laughs> kind of like with breakups like feelings are very high feelings are very heightened mm-hmm. and so if you have that awareness like oh my like pleasure feelings are very heightened and then you're able to tap into like okay like how can I really indulge in this in this pleasure that I'm feeling right now? Because I definitely want you to do that. Like I want you to have so much fun, um, and also stay grounded, um, stay anchored, and stay um, connected to your uh, the rest of your life, <laughs> your other relationships, um, your other responsibilities. Like what's really important to you? What are priorities to mm-hmm. you? Right. And so being able to just stay conscious of that. Cool. Anything else that you want to say? No, I think that's, I mean, (laughs) it's great for you to share all that because I'm like, I don't have that experience. (laughs) Like, and also I think too, just in the the context of polyamorous relationships, um, as in the same with breakups is like, usually when you're breaking up, you know, in a monogamous type of um, relationship style, it's like, that's it that's done like no one else is around you holding you in the space of a breakup like a partner right and so it's like the same as like with nre in polyamorous relationships if you already have like partnerships um outside of this this new dynamic uh is also a new experience for everyone (laughs) you know even if it's um you've been polyamorous for years and it's just like again like we said each dynamic will bring up um a new sensation a new experience and so maybe one of your partners has seen you in NRE a few times and it's been chilling but then this one for whatever reason is not and so it's like every, your new experience is also a new experience for the people around you um and and so just being able again to like have the conversations like talk with your partners around how you experience NRE and like how to best support one another like if you have a if you have a trigger point of like hey this is usually what happens if you say something it's like okay, so how can we navigate that, right? Um, And so just being able to talk about that, you know, ahead of time would be great. But (laughs) but just to get curious around that, um, because again, like the more information that you have about 
how you how everyone experiences NRE, um, the the anchor points that that help you tap because it might be like, hey, these are like my anchor points, and what would be great is if you would check in with me around that, like, hey, how much sleep have you gotten this week? <laughs> Yeah, or like, uh, hey, like, you know, like if, if if like one of your partners is really into rock climbing and it's like they usually go a few times a week and they're in this new relationship and you're like, you haven't gone rock climbing in two weeks. Like, let's talk about that. Right. Like, right. so it's just to really support your partners. And, and of course, like creating that whole support system with one another so that you are actually feeling supported and not being like. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> I rock climb when I rock climb. <laughs> Get off my back. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> it's like you can you can use NRE to connect with other partners as well if you're all open and willing to do so. So it's not just like this separate experience, right? Um, so I think that's also just something to to bring into like polydynamic specifically. Mm, I love that. <laughs> I have good ideas sometimes. Oh, <laughs> just wanted that that face. <laughs> hmm. When have you ever even had a bad idea? Plenty I of times. I can't even think of a time that you've had a bad idea. Plenty of times. Well, you have mostly good ideas. Then, can you accept that? Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Oh my God. The glare. That's what I'm saying. What else would you like to share about? (laughs) (laughs) As the resident rose colored glasses wearer. (laughs) Wearer. (laughs) Um, I think what I want to share about NRE is. recognizing that your ego is tied up a lot in NRE. Uh, not that, how do I want to say that? Like your ego is the part of you that is going to get really defensive if someone shares uh, or has a different experience um, of the of what you're experiencing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if someone if you're not um, if you're in these fields and you're saying things like, well, maybe I should leave my wife or, you know, I should rearrange my life or, you know, things like that. And someone is like, hey, maybe you should like breathe for a second and like, you know, just wait it out. Right. Like, let's let's not make any big decisions right now. Mm hmm. Like, it's really easy to get really defensive and be like, you don't know me, you don't know how I feel, you don't understand, you know, all of that. And so uh, I think that your ego can really keep you stuck uh, in in NRE and make it an unpleasant experience for yourself and others. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so just recognizing, like... At, to the to the best of your ability to just have some humility and just be like oh yeah like maybe even just like laugh at yourself just like oh isn't that so funny um that I'm like so in the throes of NRE that like I want to rearrange my life right <laughs> like wow like I'm I'm in it I'm so in it like swimming in the soup, I'm swimming <laughs> in it right like 
you know, bring some levity to how you feel, bring some curiosity to how you feel. Notice if you get really defensive and your ego is going to get in the way, because the thing is, is that like, once your ego gets in the way, then it's easy to become trapped. It's easy to get rifts in relationships. Like, oh, like you don't understand me can be something that like starts to erode a relationship long past the point where you have been experiencing NRE, like even if they were right, (laughs) right? And so being able to recognize um, when um, those stories get created and recognize them for what they are and just be like, okay, I got it. Like I got that people are having different experiences than me. I got that this is my experience right now. And again, that's also why it's really good to have anchor points too, is to keep yourself grounded. Um, But just notice uh, when your ego comes in and is like, oh, people don't understand me or no one else knows, or like people are trying to tell me how to live my life, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Because again, like that's going to start ruining relationships far beyond the point to which you're experiencing NRE, because eventually you're not going to be experiencing NRE anymore. And then you're going to have like this, like wake of like (laughs) it's a hard come down it's a hard come down and so (laughs) if you are able to keep yourself grounded then that transition from nre to not nre is a lot easier Mm -hmm. because you've been able to maintain the relationships you've been able to have understanding for everything everybody you've been able to have some levity and just be like have fun with the feelings that you're having right now and not make them any more or less significant than they are right like this is not to diminish your nre i'll say that again this is not to diminish your (laughs) nre um this is really just to like experience it exactly the way that you can experience it no more no less right so not making it less significant not making it more significant just have fun and <laughs> stay grounded. <laughs> Have fun, stay grounded. Have fun, stay grounded. That's my. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. It's energy. So mm-hmm. it's like you can channel it in a way and like using those questions, those anchor points. Um, and also like you can have questions to ask this new person in your life too of like, that's what I do a lot. I'm just like, oh, you love doing that. How's that been going? You know, like, or like, how's your other partner? Or, you know, what have you guys been up to? Like, because I'm just like, nope, I'm not about that life. <laughs> like, just like getting the, the like, where it's just like, I'm like, I don't want someone to be like getting lost in me. Right. And so it's just like, what? Let's create the space together tell me about the other things of your life and like how you've been participating in that, you know? And just like, cause it's, again, it's like, you are starting to be a partner if that's what you're going for. Right. In this, it's like, so be a partner and like, look out for them in a holistic lens, not just in the lens of your relationship dynamic. Right. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. (laughs) Complete. I think so. Okay. I love you. That's so great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Have an amazing rest of your day, night, 
whatever you're up to and doing right now. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback. We would love to hear um, what you would love to hear your wildest story of NRE. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I would love to hear your wild stories of NRE. Tell us. Tell us your wild stories. Your definition of wild. Yeah. Yeah, Like, what is it? Like, what is that for you? What is NRE for you? Maybe the wildest experience is you feeling super grounded in it, you know? Maybe. When you haven't been used to that. Maybe. Maybe that's been wild. I don't know. I don't know. Let's hear it. Let's hear all all your wild stories. So you can comment on this. what is it? Podcast? <laughs> um, oh my God. <laughs> you can comment um, on wherever you're listening on this podcast. Um, you can also message us at queer underscore and underscore Polly on Instagram and TikTok. Um, uh, you can also email us at queer for you at queerandpolly.com. It's the greatest email. <laughs> We would love to hear your stories. <laughs> and then also rate and review us because that helps us. Yeah. And if you please love this you. podcast, please rate and review. It really does. It helps us a lot. Um, and uh, it helps get, you know, it helps the algorithm so that more people see this. And so if you love this and you want people, more people to see us, um, please rate and review this podcast. And share it. And share, share, and share it, it. Share it with the person you're experiencing NRE with. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of actions to take. Choose one. <laughs> Choose one of those actions. Someone's other like challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I will do all of the actions. It would be you. That would be that person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Choose one. Do you want to write a story? Do you want to rate and review? Do you want to share? Choose. Do Somebody's out there like, I'm not going to do in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you chose the go live your life adventure. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> All right. Regardless, we love you. It's true. All right. Over and out. <laughs> Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Queer and Poly podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line on TikTok. Instagram or Twitter at queer underscore and underscore poly or email us at queer for you at queerandpoly.com. If you're interested in coaching with us, follow the link tree link in the show notes and please book a discovery session. We are so very grateful that you're here listening, learning, and growing with us. Until next time, keep loving.